Hello again, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Game Pass Grab Bag, your weekly podcast reviewing games from the Game Pass Collection, bringing you three new perspectives and bringing skill range. I am the officer of the Space Force, Andrew. With me are Waste of Space, Keith. <laughs> Hello. And the one who always gets lost in space, Liz. Ain't that the truth. Hey, guys. And this week was another listener pick, so thank you so much, Ron, for recommending that we play Dead Space by Visceral Games, and it is published by EA. So those who have never visited the Dead Space series, Dead Space is a third-person action horror survival game where you play an engineer that goes and tries to answer distress call from a mining ship called the Ishimura, where you are also trying to find the whereabouts of your girlfriend. And of course, as you get to the spaceship, of course, everything's not, you know, good. Everything's been taken over by aliens, and you are now trying to fight for your life and try to get off the ship. Liz, why don't you start us off? Is this a game or a pass? This is a game for me. When I first started it, I was like, it's 360, horror, in space, and we played Alien Isolation. I was very eh about it. I loved Prey, and so uh, I was really excited with this. For me, it's it's kind of in the middle. I, I did like this game a lot. Um, I like I still like Prey more. But I, it was definitely worth playing for me. I actually thought it was uh, a little spookier than uh, Resident Evil. That was another horror game that we played. For me, the jump scares in this have, have been the best so far for us. So for me, I'm going to definitely go with a game for this one. I also was a bit hesitant in some ways, and I do have some gripes, but I think it's more about the aging of the game and where we've come along from. Uh, but all in all, I, I actually really enjoyed my time with it, and it's uh, it's worth checking out if you actually never have. Yeah, so for me, this is definitely a game. Uh, anyone who knows me, like I said, I love sci-fi. You know, uh, I enjoy horror. I enjoy action games. So this is right in my alley. I and I actually I played all three of these games before, and I just I forgot how much I love this series, and it just makes me sad because, you know, this is an EA published studio. And EA, being the awful company that they are, ended up dissolving this company, even though they had this amazing property. There's three games in the series, plus some offshoots. There's some comic books. There's some animated movies. Dead Space, to me, it's it's fantastic lore, really good story, really cool. And I forgot how much... how how much I enjoyed it. Oh, and, I think the comic books that sounds interesting. Yeah, this in this game I think even though being 360, I think it ages very well. And if you have not experienced the Dead Space series, highly recommend it. So, before we go getting into this, I also want to ask you guys, Liz, you talked about it a little bit. On a scale of 1 to 10, how spooky was this game? So, my thing with this game is that at the beginning, I'd say the first like hour that I played that's when like I the jump scares got me after that I just kind of got used to it yeah but the first hour when I get scared I guess I swear a lot <laughs> I was swearing up a storm and I love that you saw a monster go by and you knew it was up ahead and you keep seeing him ahead when you turn a corner and then all of a sudden something just starts attacking you from behind I just I like the way that they did that but I, I definitely after the hour I, I wasn't scared anymore so I don't I don't know I don't know I'm not scared I, there were jump scares so it was like uh <laughs> but what was it uh. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what to give it but I mean the first hour I, I don't I wasn't actually scared it was just jump scares I know this game is supposed to be horror driven I didn't really find it all that scary. 
I think it was eerie at times. There's there's points where they do things with the music that I think is like a really cool background adds to the effect. Sometimes I like jumped, but it was no more than I don't know if I'm just like playing Forza and all of a sudden I realize I'm about to hit someone like oh crap like that type of jump, not a scare jump. Without giving away any spoilers, there was a point at the I'll say near the end of the game, just to be a little bit more vague. That did give me a pretty good jump scare. But outside of that, eh, maybe like two? Jeez. Nah, four. I'll give it four. I, I think I'll give it a six. Because I'm like Liz, early on in the game, even even after I've played this game, it still, it still kind of spooked me a little bit. Uh, and after, yeah, about the first hour. So you, you start to kind of get into the rhythm, understand the enemies, what's going on, kind of like that, a little bit better. But I feel like even though it may not be so scary later on, I still felt very tense. It, this game, I think, does a really good job with this atmosphere and just things popping up. And then there's a couple of times where monster in front of you, monster behind you, monster above you, like, and it's just everything's closing in on you. Or there's that monster that you can't defeat. Yep. And so you have to run away. And the doors are, are they're slow. janky. <laughs> they, they're finicky. And you're just, like, trying to get out. And you're freezing them. And you yeah. see them, like, slowly getting out of the freeze. And you're like, no, the same way was kind of far away this time. So, I mean, for me, like, I, I thought it was really tense. Yeah. Yeah, see, I, I do agree there's times where you're, like, not edge of your seat, but, yeah, like, things are happening. Like, like you mentioned, you monster in front of you, monster behind you. But more of that, I'm just like, ah, oh, crap, I'm being overwhelmed. I wasn't, like, scared by it. It was more just, it like, tense. Ugh. But that's not, I don't know, That there's a difference between scary or spooky and, and being tense, though. Like, I, again, I if I'm playing a game of Madden and I'm, you know, going for the last play, I'm tense, but that doesn't make it scary. But I feel like, I mean, it, what makes it, you scary? Because playing Resident Evil, I wasn't scared at all. I feel like when games try so much with gore and trying to be just really, like, artistically scary, it, it doesn't bother me at all. For me, stuff like this is scary where you don't know what's around the corner. So, I mean, what scares you, Keith? I mean, spiders... With, but we've talked about that. It's, I mean, a good jump scare will get me, but I felt like everything was very scripted in, in Dead Space. So, like, if you guys remember way back, and I think, Liz, you do, because you loved Prey, Prey had one of, and I don't even think Prey was supposed to be all that scary of a game, but Prey got me with one of the best jump scares any game has gotten me with. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. With, I mean, I opened that door, and that dead body just kind of slowly <laughs> fell onto me. Like, I, I audibly, like, ugh. But at no point in this game, I like maybe I'm just a bad horror fan or or a bad spookifier. Nope, <laughs> I don't want to say that. Why? That's that's the political. That's the correct term for it, right? I I don't I don't even know. Well, because I think that people makes enjoy me the horror person movies doing the scares. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, but I think that makes me the person doing the scaring. I don't. But just like I don't know, something about horror never got me. Like I I think of like when I go to a haunted house. Every so often, I might get a good jump scare, but half the time, the people who are sneaking up behind me aren't going to scare me because I'm just kind of walking sideways, like expecting them to pop out behind me. Does that make sense? I guess. Yeah, I mean, I I feel like for me, the scariest things are the most realistic, like things like home invasion and stuff like that. I will say playing Dead by Daylight, I found... Like the the way that you were being chased and you were like you didn't want to let your team down. You knew someone was stalking you. Like that, I felt like was was pretty spooky. What about you, Andrew? What scares yeah, you? Did, you, did I, I mean, this scare you? You said a six. 
Yeah, because I to me I felt like the atmosphere of it has done so well. The audio has done so well, where you just constantly hear either whispers or you hear things clinking in the vents. I, to me, it's just. I, oh, that's I guess true. I'd they would come through the vents, like the the worm thing, the giant thing. Yeah. Would come, and like you, we weren't supposed to like actually like to f- completely kill it, but you didn't know it was there either. But I mean, what did you think of the enemies? Well, you're getting too far okay. ahead. Okay. We all right. Let's let's get into this. We haven't even really fully started. So, so starting sassy. off with the story. Go so as I said with the story, you are an emergency repair crew trying to go to the Ishimura because they ended up sending an SOS that they're kind of stuck. And you get there, you notice lights are off, and you know you're wondering, hey, there's over a thousand people on the ship. Why is no one answering the phone? And of course, when you get there, things don't go well. You end up crashing your ship. You destroy your only way out. And you quickly find out that the crew has been murdered and has become these monstrous creatures. So, and as you as the engineer are trying to fix the ship, but also trying to find your ex-girlfriend, wife. I I thought it was just your girlfriend. I think your girlfriend. Yeah, I wasn't fully sure. I didn't really care. (laughs) It's actually, it's funny you say ex, actually, because in one of the final videos, she says loved, that she always loved you. So maybe there was a point that that love ended, but she never stopped loving you. I don't know. I don't know. She was a significant other. We'll call it yes. that. But overall, what did you guys think of the story? At the very beginning, I was irritated. That girl just needed to shut up. Like I like not well, to be on. rude. Which which girl? You gotta. Oh, sorry. So there are, there are three people, like three character main characters. So yeah. you have Isaac, that's you, and then there's Hammond, and then a woman named Kendra. So they're already arguing about what to do once they get there and uh about how to safely land and then throughout the the journey kendra is saying that she doesn't trust hammond she's very whiny and the issue that i had is that your character is the one that is by himself he's doing all the hard work killing all the enemies running around fixing everything just shut up (laughs) don't complain you because her and hammond get separated that's their own fault like, he, I, if I'm by myself doing everything, I don't want to hear any complaining. <laughs> she so does call you me. a lot, literally, just to kind of complain and complain about the other guy. And for me, I actually guessed something that I, I won't give any spoilers, but I feel like with video games that have, like, a, a pretty big story, I feel like I always guess if someone's going to die or if something's going to happen between certain characters. And so for me, I kind of wish that, like, video games would switch it up a bit. Because this game was a little bit predictable in a way. But there was also a twist. It was, it was predictable, but there was a twist. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shock you with one. I actually liked the story. Whoa. Uh, wow. I, I, I didn't love it. it wasn't oh, yeah. You like, couldn't skip whoa. the story. So you had to watch well, it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's part yeah. of it. Because trust me, I tried when I tried to start a replay. <laughs> and that I was not happy about. But, yeah, I... I didn't overly hate it. I thought it it actually built very well. For some reason in my head, it was always zombies. And in a way, it kind of is. It's like a zombie alien something. Space space zombies. That's what I always called them. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I always figured it was like a space zombie game type of thing. And I don't know. I, I guess I didn't really think much of it other than just like, oh, it was probably like some viral outbreak. You know, that's how zombies always happen. So I... I kind of went into it with this expectation and it ended up 
I guess being pleasantly surprised. I, I do agree with you, Liz. The ending, I was like, oh, that's a surprise. <laughs> and and even the little twist was kind of, yeah. Eh, it wasn't much of a twist. It was because even that, I was like, something seems off here. And okay, yeah, that all checks out. So it didn't really get me in that way. But at the same time, I thought it was I thought it was interesting enough. And I, I actually kind of liked their banter. I mean, yeah, I guess she was a little complainy, but what video game character isn't? The only difference is they don't throw in some sort of fourth wall thing about, you know, joking how everyone always complains at you to just do everything. Yeah, but I mean, I also thought that she was just wrong. So that's why for me it irritated me because it's just like, Girl, you, you guys are all in this terrible situation get over it and just get to work and get out of there like that that's kind of like what i would go into it thinking and then the story also confused me too because there's different creatures but i didn't understand why there are these like babies the test tube baby things you walk into a room and there's babies in the i was like why are they there because i mean i I didn't get it they're growing babies list that's where babies come from and they were (laughs) and they they also did have real babies you picked up a text log of all the newborn babies but then they're like turned into monsters. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It was almost like the creepiest part about this is I'm like, I'm gonna just murder and babies. Not only Andrew, that, you, you, these are some you creepy punt the babies. babies. <laughs> if they attach <laughs> on you, oh, yeah. you grab them and you punt babies. But you you hate children in horror movies yes. and video games. So how did you feel about that? I mean, they didn't scare me, but it made me sad. So I couldn't remember if it was this game. So like I said, I played all the Dead Space series, and there's one point in one of them. I'm pretty sure it's two. You end up going to a nursery. And then, like, I, I couldn't remember it was this one, but and, but it wasn't this one. So, yeah, I think it was two. And I remember that one, like, that one, remember, I creeped me out more than this one. Because this one, you're just going to, like, That's a hospital. So you kind of go to, like, a maternity ward. Um, but I want to say my biggest complaint about this story, because I hate when games do this. I feel like a lot of games don't do it as much. But I hate when your character does not speak. In fact, your character shows zero emotion. And that was driving me bonkers. Why was he hunched over? That was driving me nuts. He's always hunched over? He, he was kind of hunched. A like little he bit. Was, I mean, his he suit wasn't is heavy. walking human. But I mean, like, the very first time you encounter the Necromorphs and it's tearing apart your crew, literally everyone's screaming and shouting, and you're just standing there just like some mute idiot, just staring there. No emotion. You're not, like, concerned or upset that your team's dying. You just kind of stand there. And then, like, when the two people are arguing and bickering about what to do and what to say, and they're kind of looking at you like, oh, we need to do this, and your character is just silent the entire time. Like, every if I was one of the people that was talking... I'd be yelling at my main character, like, are you going to speak to me? Like, what's going on? Everyone's dying and you're saying nothing? Like, what, what's going on? Well, it kind of would have been cool if you got to pick who you agreed with. Yeah. And went from there, like a decision of, like, we should do this or we should do that to actually get some more interaction from it. Maybe. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I will say in the later series, they do give your character a voice in the later ones. So I know they at least fix that. But in this game, it was just driving me bonkers. <laughs> because also, too... Your character doesn't never argues. Literally, someone's like, go do this. Like, specifically, there's one moment where there is, it says it's a 10 kiloton monster in a room. And you get poison, and the poison's not strong enough. And the girl goes, ugh, it wasn't strong enough. Just go in there and kill it. If I was the guy, I'd be like, hell no. It is 10 kilotons. It is a massive beast. Poison didn't work. What makes you think I'm going to go in there and kill this monster? But no, your character doesn't speak, so he just goes, okay. And just walks right in the room, and that's a boss fight. But and also, what are they yeah, doing this whole time? Yeah. yeah, what are they doing this whole time? 
Why can't they all do it together? Uh, yeah. I understand, like, divide and conquer, but, I mean, this is life and death, and you're surrounded by enemies. I just feel like I personally would be like, you're coming in with me. Exactly. <laughs> so that, that's my biggest complaint with the story. It's like, I hate, especially in a horror game, when your character doesn't talk, I'd be, you know, crapping my suit here. Maybe but the guy doesn't do anything. Well, I was going to say maybe he's mute, but he talks in another Yeah. Mute. Yeah, or even if he just, like, Made some noise. He does when he dies. Basically, that's about it. Oh, I guess he kind of (laughs) that or his constant grunting as you sprint. He's always out of breathing during the the places where you have to use oxygen. Okay, that that's another kind of thing. Whenever you're outside, you have a timer of your oxygen. He just constantly sounds like he's like choking and gagging. But you have like a minute left of oxygen. Yeah, I kept looking and I'm like, it's like calm down, dude. You have a minute. You're good. But he's like, "Ah, ah, ah." well, and look, I can hold my breath for like. I don't know, 20, 30 seconds, I guess. Like, what, he can't hold his breath for a little bit when he runs out of oxygen? He just immediately dies? <laughs> Come on, bud. Deal with it. Deal with it. All right. Which That's something with the game that I didn't like when you were talking about with, like, the death of the main character. I hate when games go super graphic and gory and gross, like Mortal Kombat does that. I, I hate that, but I feel like I, I wish that... The enemies weren't so just, like, weird looking. Grotesque? Yeah, like, you have, like, oh, the walls and everything. And I understand, like, part, like it creates, like, an atmosphere and stuff. But I just th- sometimes I just thought it was a bit much. I, it made sense, like, with the overall lore. Because it specifically says that this alien race isn't just, like, hostile. It's a literal atmosphere changer. They overtake an area and change the atmosphere to their liking. I also thought it was weird too. Your character is walking around, and all of a sudden, you see somebody standing there, like sawing somebody else because they have gone completely mad, and then they usually just kill themselves. Yeah. But there's no reaction from your character, yep. like you were saying. Like if I if I walked in on something like that, I'd I try to have them stop, try to restrain them, try to. Or it would have been cool if you had like to make your character like run away or something, just like some kind of normal human reaction. Yep. That's why like my character was like, is it human? Like I feel like it was a robot. Well, I think I even wonder if that's why it felt like the other characters were so much like complainy because, yeah, you just never speak back. You just get talked at every single time. You're like, OK, cool. Well, if, if you could just. Yeah, I'm doing the thing right now. Stop. <laughs> I feel like it was just Kendra that was complaining. I thought Hammond was fine, even yeah. when he like got sick. I mean, I don't think he was really complaining. It was just her. <laughs> Hammond made me laugh because I I think you said you don't remember this one, Andrew. But from the sh- that or from the show, I think you should leave. The sketch with uh, Scrooge and the, the the future space goes, and he's like this space guy. He comes in like this full robot oh, yeah. here, and he's just screaming about it. Everything's falling apart, and on point, he just goes, "Oh crap! A bunch of bad stuff just happened." <laughs> And that's what I Hammond reminded me of—that he would just always call me like, "Oh crap! I got another bad thing for uh, you." Okay. I think at one point he even goes like I think he even says at one point he's like, Well this just stop breaking. Yeah. I, I will say, like, I understand it's obviously very typical of any sort of horror game, but it was very exhausting. Literally everything is broken. And it's not like, oh, one simple step. No, it's very much like, hey, can you make me a cup of coffee? Oh, but the beans are on the third floor storage compartment. Ah, oh, and then the gr- you gotta grind the beans, but you need cogs for the grinder. Like it's always just one thing after another. It's not just a simple Don't task. Forget you need your flamethrower to roast yeah, them. It's <laughs> but it's the bad guys. They're the ones that keep sabotaging because they know what you're trying to do. It's that religious guy, right? That I don't even know if there's so much all himself. of it being sabotaged. It's just, like, 
honestly, how decrepit and broken down apparently the ship is, I don't get how it just hasn't blown up or something. I, I, I don't know. It's some bit of sabotage, I, but I don't think all of it is. Well, I I have my thoughts on that too. Like, is is weirdo cult guy even real? Oh, because the hallucinations. Um, yeah, like, because you're obviously picking up all these audio logs from him and other people along the way. Like, is he even real, or are you just hallucinating this whole thing? He's real. Not the whole thing, but his thing. He's real. Because he did you poke him? No, he's he's mentioned <laughs> he's mentioned in like other side projects of Dead Space. Well, but that's the thing is he's real, like he exists. But is he physically present, or are you just hallucinating his presence? Yeah, I'm, I'm like ninety eight percent sure. Yeah, he is physically there. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, because he would say that he was sabotaging something. Like, yeah. that, so for me, I think I think he's real. But I wanted to go back to something. No, I guess that makes that sense. That you said, Andrew, about you know how everything is is broken. You have to keep going back and forth. Did you guys like the little kind? Of, I don't want to say like side missions, but like. I thought that the game, whenever it started to feel repetitive, they would throw something in like um, you had to like shoot all the asteroids. You had to mini prevent games. This, yes, mini games. So, did you guys like those? Or same with there was also one with like zero gravity. You go into these rooms. Basketball. Oh, oh, oh! You haven't gotten to that part. Yeah, so there's a lot of rooms that you would go into that had zero gravity, so you would have to like kind of bounce around and like maybe freeze like an electrical thing that would kill you and and find your way. You I like I liked it because the gameplay is a little bit repetitive. It is it's a third person shooter. See zombies, shoot zombies' limbs, rinse repeat kind of thing. Yeah, every once in a while, yeah, you're sitting at a turret and shooting asteroids or shooting a monster, and I, I thought they were fine. Uh, some of them were a little frustrating. But <laughs> I had you do the asteroids. Yeah. I tried multiple times and I was like, I'm done. But they were quick. Yeah. So I, I thought they were like a nice change of pace. For me, I loved overall the progression of the enemies. It To me, it actually felt natural. I actually felt like the monsters were kind of naturally evolving. It well, wasn't so much, hey, you're farther in the game. Like now the enemies are just reskins. Some more reskins. Obviously, it's like, hey, the, they're now darker looking. So they're kind of harder. I think but, it was chapter five that I thought there was a difficulty spike where all of a sudden it was harder. The enemies were stronger. There were more of them. Yeah. And it, but it wasn't too bad. Yeah. But it, for me, it felt natural and like explaining as to why the monsters were changing. And so that's what kind of impressed me. Like the monsters, even though, yeah, they're still the same. You still see zombies shoot zombie. But I, I like the different variations of it. It did. I didn't feel like I was just shooting the same monster over and over again, even though I kind of am. Because even, too, the environments themselves are relatively repetitive. You're on a spaceship. Like, how different can you make it be? But when you return to a lot of places a couple yeah. times, too. So. so so for me, like, I don't know, having the different gameplay mix-ups, too, was fine. They didn't they didn't overstay their welcome. I wasn't clamoring more for them. I wasn't clamoring for more zero-G segments or, you know, turret shooting or basketball segments. They were fine. Yeah, I, I like your explanation. I think fine is a perfectly fine way to do it i did beat the asteroid one with one percent health left though good Thanks. job i would say proud of myself but <laughs> I, I, I think the goal is to do it with more health so maybe not so much hey you lived that's all that matters a win's a win it it, it was a tense like last like 10 or so seconds where i'm like gotta hit everything was it your first try too it was nice yeah boy 
I don't know if the game. This is slightly off topic. I don't know if the game explains certain things. Um, I know Andrew, you helped me. I didn't realize there was a shortcut for using your health, for instance. It did explain X. it. It did. Yeah. I figured I mixed. Uh, I missed it. And then also with the jump when you're in the zero gravity, for some reason, Y would not work a lot. And I found it really frustrating when I was fighting enemies because when you're jumping, you're jumping to like a different like metal area. It's essentially a teleporter. You're not really jumping. You're pointing to a spot and saying go to that spot. Yes, but it wouldn't work probably like 70% of the time. And there are enemies in the gravity area with you. And so for me, like I would have to hit like a, an exact spot on the metal. And for me, that was like my least favorite part of the gameplay with the game. Whenever those rooms happen, I was like, oh, this is going to be great. You always hate I will agree. Stuff. It's, <laughs> I, like, I'll agree. It, it was touchy at points, but I think that was more. User error. I think that's more what it was. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to say it in a nice way. But there was definitely but, something yeah, there, wrong with it definitely... where it's like the metal square worked, but I would have to hit it in a certain spot. So for me, I think like, I don't know if it's just the age of the game. It's the same with what I said earlier with like sometimes the doors would just kind of like freeze. It would say that it was um, it was unlocked, but it wouldn't open. And so I would hit it again and nothing would happen. And I would just be standing there and like, be like, okay. <laughs> I, I felt like you just kind of had to hit like at an angle. Like if you were too direct on it and you were basically just be landing your head straight onto the, the metal, then it wouldn't let you. But you were almost like rolling into it when you would land. So you had to have somewhat of an angle. I will I will agree with you, though. It wasn't great. I just... I, I don't know. It was very touchy. I thought it was fine. I also had the issue, too. I was telling Andrew about it, where you have these power nodes that you use to progress. You can you can pick, like, a gun, or you can add more health. There, there's different things you can do, but they're very valuable. And so you can also use them to open rooms. And I was so frustrated because I opened a room. I realized, like, I had too much inventory because you have to go to a store to sell certain things that are very valuable, um, or to like to store things. And so I was like, I'll come back. And then so I went to the store, sold a bunch of stuff, came back, and then it told me I had to buy it again with another power node. And I was like, no, thank you. Are you sure you didn't die? I'm 100% positive. Because I've gone to all the ones that I've opened before and I've never had because that Because I went back and there were no enemies because I had already completed that part of the mission. And it was on... It was it was on another floor, so maybe the um, the store. So that's what I mean. Like I just felt like this game, I, there a lot of like buggy stuff where I've I've gotten that before where I've opened a door and I was able to go back because like he said, you're going back and forth a lot. You're going to the same areas a lot, and so for me, I was just like, well, that was a waste of a power node. I did not encounter. That I bug. still have questions about that. <laughs> Yeah, I, I didn't, and including ones that I opened and then I returned to it a later chapter, they were still Yeah, open. that's what I'm saying. Like, all the other ones I did were still open. And I know it was the right one because it was it had these, like, the shooting stuff that's actually really bad for you. I can tell by your faces that you don't believe me, <laughs> and I don't care because that's exactly what happened. Liz, I'm not saying I don't believe I believe you, you believe I it. I just have doubts <laughs> that it happened the way you're saying it happened. That's all I'm saying. It's very possible. You do somehow find these bugs, and I don't know how. There, There is something to be said for that. I I won't take that away from you. <laughs> I, whenever something happens to you guys, I'm just going to say it didn't happen. I, no, that wasn't a bug. You just, you just sucked at it. 
Yeah, I'll take it. I mean, I'll be the first one to probably tell you that, actually. <laughs> but one thing that I, I will say may have may not have happened to you, but it did happen to me, and I know that I did this, and it's not a bug. But a hot tip if you've actually never played this game, save early and save often. Because the game has a weird way of doing a little autosave, where if you die, it kind of just puts you just... I don't know, maybe one room back from where you were. So you think, oh, cool, it's all saved. No, my friend, it is not saved. Do not exit the game unless you've saved it. I think I was fortunate that I only lost maybe 20 or 30 minutes of gameplay. Oh, that's still too but much. I definitely had to, to replay a, a good section because I thought, oh, I'll just switch over to this real quick and then come back. And I did. I just came back to reduce some stuff. That's all. Yeah, the, uh, the like kind of auto-loading is a bit odd. It, it's like kind of has a checkpoint, so I can understand Keith where it's it's very misleading with games we play today. There's always an autosave, so yeah, you may die in a room and it just kind of reloads you back in that room, but it doesn't save. It just you know reloads you. Did so you yeah, guys, if you end up quitting, you only load your load games. Did you guys die a lot? Like what difficulty did you do? I'm playing on hard, and dying from actual enemies once. Yeah, so I yeah, died quite I a bit from really hazards. Die from like the little enemies at all. I never died from those. Yeah, I died from the very, very little enemies, the little like squirmy guys that crawl on, jump on you, and you have to fight uh, them on hard. They're <laughs> almost they almost instantly kill you. Yeah, if, I can imagine if you get picked on by a huge swarm. I don't know how many times I died, but I can tell you it was definitely quite a few. And I was playing on medium, but you know that's me. I don't. I, it wasn't ever really so much of like, oh my goodness, this is so hard. It would really be like a, I wasn't paying attention, and I'd you know be fighting something, and then yeah, a couple of those little squirmy guys would jump on me, or I'd be focusing on them, and I would just like, as I'm getting standing up again, another monster would just come through and just bash dead. So I don't know. It wasn't anything crazy, but I definitely died. Well, I don't pay attention to like my health bar that much. And when it changes color, yeah, that's when I that. noticed it. If it changed to, like, starting to get an orange, I'd be like, oh. <laughs> See, well, I, I know a lot of times I'd just be running frantically because any of the times I did die, I was probably getting overwhelmed. So I would go through points where then I'm like, oh, I'm just running around, and I wasn't looking at my health on my back. I, again, I'm accustomed to a lot of modern-day amenities and games and having a good HUD on my screen and things like that. There's nothing. Oh, I love, just yeah, you. the, like, lack of HUD in this game. I'm not saying I dislike it even. It's just I'm not used to it, it more than anything. HUD? Like I'm, I'm spoiled. Heads your heads-up display. Up display. So, like, there's nothing on the screen that's showing you what your health is. It's literally on your character. There's a blue bar on your back that shows how much health you have. When you open your menu, it literally brings up, like, a hologram that's being produced from your suit that lets you manage your inventory. You don't see how many bullets you have in your gun until you actually pull your gun up, and then there's a little hologram on your gun saying your ammo. So I loved the very minimalistic approach to just how the game displayed things i think it's the same with when you're navigating andrew you taught me to hit the right stick and it would have like a line to show me where i was going i use that the only time i used the map was when the elevator would ask me what level to go on and for an entire chapter my map every time i went into it it would be like completely off screen and have to completely i I had to finish uh I had to work with it for like a good solid minute. And so I just gave up on the map. I think it was level five that my map just didn't work properly. And so I just completely relied on my right stick. Yeah. And I thought, I, I, think I thought it, was it worked like halfway well. through the game where I discovered I had a map. Oh, <laughs> oh so you were using the right just, stick. 
Yeah, it was just yeah. like the race segment. Okay, cool. Oh, we'll and I think it was way. fantastic. I'm so glad they mm-hmm. implemented that because I mean, everything in this in the, all the hallways looked very similar. Like, and like so, having someone tell you an objective, which I've complained about in some other games, where it's like, do this thing. And it's like, cool. There's no description as to where it is, but. This game just really easily just, hey, go this direction. There you go. Well, it was kind of tricky at one point where it was telling me to go to, like, a, a screen. But I didn't realize that the screen was opening something, and that's where the monster was that I had to shoot. So, for me, I was trying to figure it out for, like, ten minutes. And I'm like, it's telling me to go to the wrong place. <laughs> and it was just me. I didn't realize that it was opening up for me. But what did you uh, guys think of the guns in the game? I like them. I mostly did the plasma cutter, and which Andrew did another like great. It eventually tells me, but like you told me before it did that you could um, flip it so you can shoot uh, vertically or horizontally. And then I like the flamethrower, the ripper, which is like a chainsaw type thing, and then the force gun because I ran out of the uh, the stasis where you freeze people. Yep. I ran out of that quite a bit. And I kept forgetting that I had backups on me, so I would just use that to knock them backwards. I thought the guns were all right. I, I mean, there's obviously not a, a large number of them. I guess it's, no, it's which crazy. I love. I like. Yeah. I like a small arsenal. Uh, yeah, and and that's fine. I think really the only ones that really felt different, though, I guess, were kind of the Ripper. And so, like the designs were cool in some of like their alternate fire and stuff, I guess. But the Ripper, I thought was at least kind of you because was it a chainsaw or I I thought it like shot out like a little spinning blade or something. Yeah, like that. it shoots out a, right? a spinning yeah. blade that you are keeping like levitated. Yeah, yeah, stationary with the okay. the stasis part of it, and you just chop people up. Yeah, so I thought that gun was actually like pretty cool in, in a design. F- from a design standpoint, but I don't know. I wasn't overly wowed by anything. I thought they were good and they were effective though. The Ripper was slow. That's the reason why I didn't use it a lot. Yeah. So for me, it was kind of a hindrance. See, I'm impressed with the weapons. I loved the design of the weapons and the armor because this game actually feels like natural. The weapons you're getting, the only real quote unquote gun is like the plasma rifle. That's like the actual military gun. It shoots bullets. Everything else is technically supposed to be a tool, and it kind of feels like a tool. Like your your main quote-unquote pistol, the plasma cutter, the, your starting gun, is literally, as it says, a plasma cutter. It's just meant to be a tool that you know, you're supposed to cut things with. And then you know the Ripper, it's supposed to be just a basic chainsaw thing. It's things that have been like slight modified for you to be have as weapons. So I thought everything felt like organic it didn't feel unnatural like oh you know here's the bfg randomly on a mining ship nothing like that but i don't know and i loved just the look of the armor the armor legitimately looked like it was like a mining suit and it's progressively getting more armor on it and more space so i I loved everything about the game for me felt very organic including the weapons what i liked i do agree that that is one aspect that's really kind of cool although I'm just trying to play devil's advocate, so don't shoot the messenger. But if you're like, if it's a plasma cutter and it's supposed to be cutting through things, why isn't it cutting holes in the ship every time you miss a shot? I do agree with that. That's true. I mean, granted, you literally see asteroids rip through the ship and it doesn't cause like, (laughs) it doesn't cause a breach. Well, I mean, I can get that because everything's sort of vacuumed off in, in different ways, at least in certain, certain aspects of it. But otherwise, yeah, I'm like, well. That should have just destroyed everything. I don't I don't get that. But it's a video game, so I'll let it slide. I, I know we've talked a little bit about it, but what did you guys think of the enemies? Because one thing I love about it, this is uh, 
very minor thing, but honestly, it's something you don't see a lot in. I love the diversity and the inclusiveness of the enemies. Not only do you normally have the generic men-looking zombies, but there's actually female-looking zombies. And there's a lot of games, even though there's clearly a female population in a zombie game, there's never, like, female zombies. I didn't notice any. <laughs> no, there's, yeah, there's female zombies. You know, there's babies. You have soldiers. Like, they actually had different models to what kind of character that they possessed. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I think it was all right. Are we still on gameplay? Where are we? I, I'm confused. <laughs> We're still gameplay. Okay, well, because I I have I had a, another thought about gameplay that bothered me. Yeah, and this may be an age thing too. Tell us, Keith. But I was not a fan of having to hold the left trigger every time I wanted to shoot. I think there was, like, from a controls aspect, the way they build the controls, I can kind of understand it. But I hated having to just constantly hold left trigger to shoot. And like, if I was like in a in a quick heavy fight, I didn't always think to do that because that's not instinct at all. I'm surprised you're complaining about this. Have you never played a horror survival game? Because literally every horror survival game does it. It is a common yeah. staple in every Resident Evil, including the Resident Evil we just played, where you have to oh, ready yeah, your I gun up to shoot it. Yeah, Evil Within, you know, Dead Space, all the Resident Evil games. Like any horror survival game, that's always a very common thing where you have to ready your gun to shoot I it. I thought it was helpful because it reminded me to reload it for some reason. Because I knew that I had Which is odd, because you always I forget know. to reload. I reload. was so good reloading with this game, and I think that was part of it. So I'm surprised this is the game that bothered you. Maybe I just didn't notice it. Yeah. yeah I don't, and maybe it's because I, I beat the whole thing, whereas Resident Evil, I don't think I got nearly as far, so maybe I just didn't get as bothered by it. But it's, well, And I think maybe I'm wrong on this, too, but... I feel like Resident Evil, it did more like running and hiding and things like that, where this felt like more action level oh, than yeah. Yeah. survival. So maybe that's why I bothered, because I'm like, I'm kind of constantly in battle. So I'm really just always holding the left trigger anyways. So why make me do it? I think that was why I, I didn't like it. I mean, the big thing that makes a horror survival game a survival game is the inventory management. And True. this game is heavy on that you know you have very limited space even when you get to the, like the maximum suit which i kind of cheated and kind of have um, Wait, you felt limited on space like i did on the first level one and two suit but once i got past that i was constantly space galore for the most part no so my current playful and playing playing through hard and i'm trying to get the achievement where you only beat you beat the game only using the plasma cutter. So I'm selling all my ammo, basically everything. I'm only taking plasma cutter ammo. Wait, so the other suits, you have less inventory? Yes. No, you have so, more. No, more. Well, as they progress. Yeah, sorry. So the... the, the cause there's four levels of cause suits. I, cause I guess because I used your game, oh. I... Oh, yeah, there's six. I started with the best suit, right? Yes. So I always had the big inventory. Yeah. So as I was kind of saying, yeah, we kind of cheated a little bit. Um to get a little bit ahead of ourselves, for DLC, so since this is an EA game, you know there's a ton of DLC. And this game is very heavy pay-to-win. If you really just want to breeze through this game, uh, there's a handful of DLC packs. They're normally like two, three bucks, but they essentially give you the best armor, the best gun with full upgrades, with some you know cosmetic on them. But yeah, you can buy them. You can just go straight up and buy them. So the first time you go to a shop, it's free. So, boom, there you go. You have a fully upgraded gun, all mods, everything, basically. You paid $2 for. So, if you want this game to be very easy and you just want to pay to win, you can. Oh, uh, I feel so like I cheated. A little bit. So, I have what's known as the Elite Armor. 
I couldn't remember how I got it, but yeah, when we reinstalled this game, it instantly downloaded it. And I was actually looking at the description, and I think it was free when this game first came out on 360. And I think I bought this game, so I got it for free. So yeah, uh, like we, a pre-order maybe. Yeah, so we I got this armor for free, and yeah, right away, me and Liz had armor that was full inventory and had plus ten to armor, so it kind of helped our survivability. Well, jeez, yeah, no kidding. No wonder you guys never died. <laughs> I'm also just really good. You know? Oh, I died, but it was uh, the... just really good. <laughs> did you guys like my Andrew impression? I was. I Spot actually on. thought I did it. I was like, man, I don't remember <laughs> saying that. You're going to be very confused when you edit this. What did you guys think of the bosses, though? Or kind of lack thereof? No, there's a handful. Like Liz said, there's a boss. It's a monster that keeps chasing you that doesn't re- that keeps regenerating. You had a yeah a couple of big old, big old beef boys that you had to shoot weak spots on. Honestly, they were all very similar. But that's, exa- that's what I was going to say. Is it was just like, hey... 10 kiloton monster but if you just shoot these four little spots a bunch of times it's dead yeah i did well that's <laughs> that's not much that's not a very scary monster no wonder you were so willing to fight it i know that another big old monster that you go on a turret for and just shoot its bits again and uh, it just floats away dies because yeah. you shot its arms off yeah it, i didn't kind of anti like, like like I didn't want it to be like a dark souls type of fight or or even like a monster hunter epic battle but I don't know. Something that made it felt like a little bit of a challenge would have been nice. It, so I was the, a little disappointed. And, and I felt like to that same point is it made parts of the story very anticlimactic. Like when you beat the game, the final boss you beat, it's like, oh, you said you shoot it in a couple spots and it just floats away. And you're like, well, good night, everybody. Game's <laughs> over. And your character doesn't speak. So there's just nothing. Yeah. I hate that. I, yeah. The only boss fight that I thought was kind of interesting or different was the one that kept regenerating but once you got because you are constantly running from it which is very terrifying but then when you actually get to the room where you're supposed to deal with it i thought it was very easy to figure out what you were supposed to do (laughs) this big old box in the center of the room it's like maybe i should put the monster in there and push a button ta-da that was it that was the fight oh i had to youtube that oh did you really (laughs) because i was like i think it was more laziness i was like i because i he he followed me. I was like, I'm supposed to do something. But then I was <laughs> like, a big old box in the center of the room. I was like, it's already paused. <laughs> I'm just going to go through a walkthrough. <laughs> I, def- I definitely farted around in there a bit before I, I like put two and two together because I just didn't even see the cryo thing to begin with. Like, it just didn't occur to me that it was a cryo chamber, whatever. But if, and in, in this week's segment of what did you YouTube? Liz already answered, apparently. <laughs> I, I've got you beat, Liz. So I YouTubed how to get through the room with the, what was that called? The the big spinning thing, the centrifuge. And I had oh, to YouTube I did that be- <laughs> because. Wait, which one was this one? When you turn on the centrifuge and it, and it deactivates the anti-gravity that you were just oh doing. Oh, okay, yes. And I kept going left and I'm like, my character's yep. so slow and he won't run. I'm like, what the heck's going on? And I went, wait, maybe I go right. Oh, I go right. <laughs> and that's why I'm, well, I'm really not embarrassed about it at all, but why after I did it, I went, oh my good lord. That is a little embarrassing. I, I kept trying it, to stasis it, and it wasn't working, I, and then I, I was like, okay. I For the amount of hours I have played video games, just in my <laughs> lifetime, the, th- the fact that I never once thought, hey, maybe I should just go right. Take the other path. <laughs> There's two paths. 
I just, I, yeah, there's two paths. And I'm like, I keep dying going left. What are the options? I can't figure this out. This is bull crap. Went, oh, yeah, just, just go right. Got it. <laughs> That's really funny. Uh, I guess I could say I didn't YouTube anything on this, but great that I played this a long time ago. So a lot of it was kind of coming to me, but I don't know if I remembered anything YouTube anything back then either. I didn't really YouTube things back then. Yeah, I know. At that time, you needed like a magazine or something. Yeah. I feel like part of it is laziness for me, but also like sometimes when I <laughs> YouTube I, uh, a walkthrough, it makes me feel like I'm playing with somebody. <laughs> <laughs> like it's... <laughs> That's the most adorable thing I've ever heard. I thought you were going to say you end up watching, like, cat videos or something. Like, well, I go there, and then there's a really cool cat video on my timeline, so I started there. You're, you're literally the little kid. Anyone who's a parent knows, you know, when you want to play a game and your kid's trying to play with you, you just give them a controller and make it pretend that they're playing a game. That's literally Liz. Good job, Liz. You did a good job killing the monster. And it's an unplugged controller. <laughs> This is your first time playing? You're incredible. <laughs> How um, about those graphics, guys? <laughs> uh, I feel like I should start doing some walk, like uh, gameplay walkthrough videos and like compliment. <laughs> you did a good job watching me. That was good. <laughs> Listen, for people just like See, this. is why like, I don't have, like, I, I would never stream, I feel like, <laughs> because I would just be like, where do I go? People would be like, you idiots right there. Well, people would help you. Yeah, your game would constantly be on pause. Like, hold on, guys, I gotta YouTube this. <laughs> so just hold up, everybody. Well, <laughs> people on the street would uh, would be giving you hints. Uh, but anyway, they could have told you you're gonna to run right instead of left. I would game so much faster. <laughs> it, it, probably actually. Uh, but anyway, yeah, let's go to the graphics. I guess. Since I mean, I feel like we've talked a lot about it. I feel like we could just summarize them at this point. Yes. Well, there's one thing on graphics I want to complain about. Well, it's not even a complaint because a lot of games do this, even like modern games. And for me, it always kind of irritates me. I understand why a lot of games do this, but nothing irritates me more than when a dead body, like when there's a dead body and apparently it weighs lighter than air and you walk by it and you literally just like kick it around and it flops around everywhere and, like, same with, like, when a character dies, it's like, oh, it goes to this animation of dying. But then you just see the body, like, goofily flop on the ground because it's super light now. Uh, like I said, even games today still do it. Like, the Gears series still does it. But it always irritates me. And especially for a game that's trying to be, like, horror and scary and, oh, this person died. But then their body's just goofily flopping around. It's so weird. And then it also irritates me, too, of... you. Are, this, this game is all about dismemberment. But... You the dismemberments are very basic, you know, each leg, each arm, the head. That's it. Understandable. But I like how you can stomp on things and just dismember things with a perfectly clean cut. Like I said, this is a very minor complaint because a lot of games do this, and this is a 360 game, so it's understandable. But for me, it, it was just so goofy. It would sometimes take me out of the horror element. I agree, and I stand by what I said earlier about, you know, when you die and it's super gory, and it takes forever. Because there's, there's like, the one boss guy that I was talking about earlier I died like three times because I couldn't figure out that you know he, he was invincible and I just it took so long to kill me he's like okay you just keep stabbing me dude like so for me I just thought that was oh, I don't like that oh yeah when a creature you, kills you it kind of does like a fatality and I think they're kind of cool I actually saw yeah. a montage I, video of like the different ways you can die I want to know why these people make these like fatalities 
I'm like, who enjoys making that? <laughs> I enjoy watching them. I'm not going to lie. Oh. Yeah. See, I, I, I agree with Andrew on this because I think it's actually, there was like a variety of it too. It wasn't yeah. like, oh, it was this monster, so it uppercuts you with its blade and, and cuts your head off or something. Like, you could die multiple different ways depending on how they killed you or like just all kinds of different things. And while the enemies, as you mentioned, were very basic, like blow off the arms, blow off the legs, whatever. And it was really, I think you just had to take off two lim- two limbs of any limb. Depending on your difficulty. Both. On hard, you had to do three, basically. Oh, uh, okay. So you have to basically just knock off a couple of limbs. They're dead. But your character, when you die, like, you get ripped in half. One leg goes flying off. Like, it's all kinds of crazy stuff. I think my absolute favorite one, though, was that little worm creature that drags you along the ground. Because there's one of them, and it's, I don't know if it has to have, like, a certain amount of health, whatever it may be. You actually come crawling back out. And your character turns around and kind of looks at the hole and just gives this, like, like, I made it. And then, boom, it just grabs you and rips you back into the hole. It it actually caught me off guard, but it was one of those things where I wasn't scared so much as I just went, that's funny. He thought he made it, and he didn't. Or No, I like the the head that literally has tentacles and crawls around. If it kills you, it, like, rips your head off and takes the place of your head. Oh, really? Yeah, and that's it's like, cool. oh, that's kind of funny. <laughs> I like that Keith wants to skip story, and I want to just skip the, the death seats. <laughs> the gameplay? I feel like, well, I feel like the death so seats are more... So what you're saying is this should have been a movie, Liz. Well, you would have like, liked it better as a movie. No, it's like Tomb Raider. I remember just thinking, like... This is a long death scene that I don't want to watch. Thanks for not letting me skip it. I think you just don't like it because it's also more insulting for you. Like, hey, you died again. Let's let's show you how you ruined your character. Uh, I mean, with this one, I didn't mind as much. Tomb Raider, it just felt very personal. Like, whoever made it, it was like, it just felt personal. But this one, I just wanted to skip it. I, I can understand if you're going through the same animations over and over again. I'd yeah. want to skip it too. But yeah, overall, I, for me... I think the graphics overall hold up really well in this game. This game's a 2008, so this game's pretty old, and I think overall the graphics are pretty impressive. Like, I, I'm impressed with just the overall environments. As much as this is just one ship you're kind of on, it the environments themselves never got too boring for me. There was nothing anything great to look at, but for me, I thought they did such a good job with atmosphere. Everything It actually felt like kind of a functioning ship. It actually was designed and felt like a functioning ship of, like, the mining area actually looked like a place people worked. You know, the medical area looked like kind of an actual hospital. So, overall, I think the graphics, it's still for 2008, I think, yeah, I like it a lot. That actually just reminded me of something that also made me laugh. And, And I think it's because there was even an audio log attached with one of them. Where he's like, yeah, you know, if something bad happens, don't worry, we've got the emergency supplies. And then you go and open this box that says emergency supplies, and it's like, here's 500 credits. It's like, well, wait, no, I was expecting, like, something to help me in an emergency. <laughs> like, I'm, Not money. I'm, I'm, I'm being attacked by alien zombies right now. I, I, I do need $500, but I, I also just need some more bullets. That's why I came <laughs> to the emergency supplies. So that made me chuckle a little bit, but I do know what you mean that it felt like, yeah, like this was a living, working ship up until the bad thing happened. Everything. Everybody got dead. Yeah. So I did like that. But I think as far as the overall atmosphere, too, is I'm I'm pulling a transition here. Sorry, I'm stealing your thunder. (laughs) 
is I think that that plays in very well with the music. Yeah. And maybe not even so much the music, because I don't think the music, I remember being overly noticeable, but yeah. the sound effects. Like you mentioned, like there's just like little skittering noises or like things falling and crashing yeah. around. You hear you, people so you whispering, just, like these incantations. Yeah. Who yeah. well, that or just I, there's a certain point, in it, and it's also in the, like if you, don't hit the start button on the on the intro screen. There's actually a really cool little intro video. That was maybe I thought one of the creepiest things in the game. It's yeah, like, she's like slowly and like creepily singing "Twinkle Twinkle Little Star," and it's like cutting around the ship and just like everybody's dead and despair and all this. So I thought that was a really cool scene. And at one point, you can like hear that in the background too, like when you're walking through the you know through the ship and you just hear this sing in the background of "Twinkle Twinkle Little Star." it's a little creepy so i liked what they did with the sound and the music yeah. i agree there was only one th- noise and i don't remember you know what chapter it was in or anything there was one noise i found so irritating and i only heard it for like a minute but i was like this needs to stop <laughs> but it also i mean maybe i was hangry i don't know overall i definitely agree with keith i think they made a really great atmosphere yeah so then, of course, getting to the achievements, I think overall this game is pretty good for achievement hunters. Uh, the time to beat for main story, you're looking between 11 to 13 hours. Uh, my current playthrough, since I've already been it, I think I'm at like six hours and I'm like right at the end. So if you know where you're going and what you're doing, you can beat it pretty quick. But as far as the achievements go, I think overall it's pretty good for achievement hunters. The game itself is a little bit long, but I remember I think I only beat this game once. And that's what I have for a current score, which is 735. Yes, with 45 achievements. Keith in second place, 685, 40 out of 48. And I have a whopping 160. But Dang, yeah, this crushed it this week. This <laughs> game has a nice blend of giving you achievements just for beating a chapter, which there are 12 chapters. And then there's a handful of fun achievements like, oh, meleeing like 10 enemies or like, you know, cutting people certain ways. Like, there's a lot of progression kind of achievements. So this kind of challenge you to do fun things. Like I said, right now, I'm trying to beat the game using only the plasma cutter and beating on the hard difficulty. So no, thank I'll play you. Those soon. <laughs> I didn't I didn't care for the melee achievement. I gave up on that one because I was I just it, it was worth like 15 points and melee is not great in this game. It's not. I think that it would have been great if there was an actual melee weapon, but that's not really relevant at this point because it's not a it's not a major game breaker. So. Yeah. So getting into our final thoughts, uh, Keith, why don't you go first? Because anytime I go first, I feel like I say all the things you want to say. So I'll let you speak this time. Ooh, how polite <laughs> of you. You're such a gentleman. <laughs> so I I think when I started this, I kind of, I think I was immediately annoyed that I couldn't skip the storyline. So it, it started me out on a bad foot. But then it ended up but, being a treat. Yeah, exactly. I thought it was going to be a trick, but it was a treat. I <laughs> I really, like, all in all, I enjoyed my time through with it. I think I sat down and, I mean, more than three times to play it, but, like, I kind of just sat down and, like, played in a couple big chunks of time, but I didn't find myself getting overly bored with it or repetitive. The storyline is actually engaging enough that you're like, okay, cool, I can, or if you're like me and you don't care much for a story, it's interesting enough and you have to watch it anyhow. But beyond that, like the gameplay itself felt very just progressing along the way. Like you felt your progressing change. If you upgraded your gun to do more damage or reload, like different things, like you felt it. 
I actually never did any upgrades with health, so I don't know how much you feel those. Really? Um, you beat the entire game without upgrading your health? Yeah. I didn't upgrade health, kinesis, stasis. Jeez. All I, did, all I did was upgrade my guns. Jeez. So, yeah. I, I, I don't know. So maybe there's something to be said for those. They probably <laughs> do wonders, I guess, it sounds like. But for me, I... I I liked the progression of the guns. It and like I said, it felt noticeable and it didn't overstay its welcome. Even though at the very end of the game, I kind of just went, "Well, that was a bit boring and anticlimactic." I know there's more of them, so I assume it builds on to that, onto where it left off there, and that's the one reason I don't really fault for it. Um, but yeah, the music and the sounds are cool. It holds up well in terms of graphics for being 2008 on the Xbox 360. So. Yeah, I I give it a solid eighty three. So for me, like I said, I love the Dead Space series. I've played all of them. Uh, I forgot how much I actually enjoyed these games, and it makes me so sad that the series ended because EA decided to get rid of Visceral Games, which is so sad. But I love the lore. I think even it being two thousand eight game, it still holds up very well. And you know we've done a couple three sixty games, and it's like eh, it shows its age. This one. I don't think it does. Graphically, maybe a little bit, but the sound, really good. Still kept me very tense. Love the weapons. Love the environment. I A lot of it, this game was so much fun. I'm very much with Keith. Even though I have beaten this game already, I still, as soon as I picked it up, I was like, I want to play this again. This was a lot of fun. So I've been enjoying my time. I never was, like, bored with it, even though I've already gone through the whole series. For me, I'm going to give it a dead 90. Ooh, I like that one, Andrew. It, and actually, one other thing that I thought of while you were talking is if they were, and not that they would do it at this point, but if you were to slap a clean coat of paint on this, you know, like an HDR like remastered, remastery, you could easily have told me that this was an Xbox One game made by like a second rate studio, like not, a, you know, not produced by EA. And I'm going, okay, that checks out. So, I don't know. Yeah, I thought that yeah, held up very I'm, well. I'm surprised they haven't tried to do a remastery with this game. But there's little been just no talk about anything about the Dead Space series. And this is a beloved series. A lot of people really like it. I mean, I'm one of them. Yeah. So, Liz, go. I'm going to give it an 82. Uh, the main reason is I actually... Why are you laughing at me? Just the way you kind of said that. It's very robotic. I give it an 82. Yeah, I'm going to give it an 82. And I just, I did end up finding it a little bit repetitive. The gameplay, the going back and forth. So I, that I actually, I mean, you guys were just talking about the graphics, and I thought they were great. There, I feel like there's, I'm, I'm not against pixelated games, but I feel like there's games that have come out in the last, like, three years graphically that I think are far worse than this. And this is a 360, yeah. and I think that, uh, it still translates, and I think it's great. And overall, I think it's a good game. I just I had some hang-ups with it, you know? And one thing that I forgot to mention earlier is that I absolutely love the voice actor for Hammond. Oh, the um, voice actor for your main character. <laughs> you know what's funny? I was looking it up on IMDb, and I was like, where's the main character? <laughs> but he's been in a bunch, of, a bunch of stuff, like TV shows. I'm like, I recognize that voice. Uh, but looking at Metacritic, our fourth and silent co-host is back. He gave yeah, it a yeah. two. Oh, by the way, Metacritic's 89. No, sorry. Yeah, 89. And users, 8.8. .8. And he actually, our fourth co-host, played this game in 2020. And oh. he had a lot to say about it. I felt like this review was 
his least like aggressive like i felt like he actually had some good comments and one thing i noticed though if it's not a zero a lot of times it's excellent french version like he likes games that are just really good in french but he said a particularly horrifying game and in this respect we often jump especially at the beginning then we get used to it and boredom comes to replace the fear over the hours of only a few hours because every hour in dead space counts double and sometimes triple wait what as Every hour if, comes double or triple? Yeah, as in it feels like longer than it is. Okay. And then he complained about the avatar. Has no face, no voice, no personality. He might as well be a robot. He complained about that uh, you can't save when you want. Although I thought there was a lot of different save Oh, there's points. a ton of save spots. And he said the handling is slow. Character is heavy. The interface is not great. And lastly, he said, and I agree with this, and yet no reason for us to bust our ass for this bunch of idiots. And that's how I felt with the game, <laughs> with the character. I was like, I would I would not be running around helping you guys. <laughs> well, that's just like his first like help. genuine like criticism of a review. Yeah, and he had good things to say about it, but it was still a two. (laughs) Without just being angry. Well, it's funny, actually. He must be the most miserable Game Pass subscriber of all time. (laughs) Why are you paying for the service, bud? Like, I feel like it's pretty clear that he must have Game Pass. Because if he's reviewing games, like, right around the same time we are, because that's right around when EA Play came out originally on Xbox, like, he clearly had it. And he had Game Pass, and that's why he decided to download it. Why are you paying for the service? <laughs> You're just wasting your money. Like, I have I have 15 credits of Audible racked up that I haven't used, and that's a better $15 a month being spent than his is. <laughs> There's so many credits that I don't even get new credits anymore. Oh, my gosh. That's true. But anyway, let's wrap it up here. This is already becoming a very long episode uh thank you so much again ron for recommending this game for us i'm so glad that we were able to revisit this series if you have a game pass recommendation for us please email us at gamepassgrabback at gmail.com or hit us up on facebook where we also post the photos of our reviews so if you ever want to go back and see what we gave a game check it out there i've been your hardcore gamer host andrew you can find me on xbox live at firebird 0952 all right keith you can go i give you permission Oh, I was just doing my impression of this week's main character. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, bye, everybody. And I'm Liz Noob, gamertag D, and I'm on Twitter at Liz Noob. Noob is EW. All right, everyone. We love you all. We hope to see you again next week. Bye, guys. Bye.